0: going to go back. Uh, Again, the last handful have been all uh, David Pleading for help, and now um, the next four are going to be songs. Probably more like we're accustomed to thinking of uh, the psalms. We're more—I think—we're more accustomed when we. Some of you may have actually been surprised as we've been uh, going through the psalms, some of the the gut-wrenching uh, emotion that they pour out and and the, the situations that uh, the psalmist found himself in. And these psalms are probably uh, probably more uh, along what most people think of. Um, certainly, I, I put myself in that boat. What I think of uh, when I think of uh, the Psalms, the praise, the joy, uh, that's what we're going to see uh, in these next few. And uh, this one gives us, I think, a good guide uh, for how it is that we do uh praise God, how we cry out to Him. Um, And so uh, most of us don't need any coaching when it comes to asking uh, for things, but we do need a little guidance when it comes to praising Him and uh, worshiping Him. And So let's jump in uh, to verse 1, where David begins by saying, Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee uh, shall the vow be performed. O thou hast hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me, as for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest, and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house even of the holy temple. Uh, And so what David uh, is doing here, intermixed with praising the Lord, um, he is uh, promising... Uh, to keep his, uh, commitments, or as he says in verse, uh, one here, his vows, uh, to him. Uh, and so David is, uh, again, the people, uh, were gathering in Zion, it says, um, and, uh, to celebrate, uh, again, this was most likely, uh, a time of harvest, uh, and so the people are gathering to celebrate uh the lord's goodness a a comparable uh idea would be to our uh thanksgiving at the end of a harvest season at the end of the harvest season there were several uh festivals a feast of the unleavened bread and uh a couple others and uh the vows here uh were uh and, and again we're not talking about uh the kind of idea where they said well lord if you'll let our crops grow we'll do this but it was the commitments uh it was Bringing in uh, the the sacrifices, uh, bringing in the tithes uh, that uh, that were promised to God, required by God uh, from the harvest. And so uh, again, they were, um, uh, you know, the, this would have been, could have been uh, connected with the Feast of Tabernacles, which again, uh, very much like our Thanksgiving would have been tied to a, uh, a good harvest. Uh, and so they come together uh, and and uh, are praising God and saying, you know, we're going to honor uh, our commitment to you. And uh, you know, if you go through the Old Testament, we know that the Jews uh, had a lot of commitments, and uh, the Old Testament word is covenant uh, with God. They they had covenants uh, that they had made with God that uh, He would bless them if they would uh, obey their word. And so this was a uh, a commitment covenant heavy people. Um, And so David is saying, we're going to come and we're going to honor, uh, those commitments because, uh, you have, uh, you have answered, uh, our prayer in verse two, you've, you've heard our prayer, uh, and, uh, unto thee shall all flesh come. Uh, what he's saying is that that, that we are able that man, uh, we've been able to come, uh, to you, uh, and, and, um. And you hear our prayers, you uh, hear our worship, and so we're uh, grateful and thankful for that. Uh, and so they're coming together uh, now to fulfill their vows. Many of the ceremonies themselves uh, were commitments that they uh, would uh, do certain things during uh, those festivals to, uh, as part of their agreement uh, with God to serve Him and to worship Him uh, and And so this is um, uh, a song uh, of that nature. He uh, goes on in verse three uh, and says, because you have forgiven iniquities prevail against me as for our transgressions, uh, you'll purge them away. And so uh, we're going to worship you and we're going to be grateful. Uh, We're celebrating you uh, because you have forgiven us uh, for, uh, uh, of our sins, and uh, you know, one of the one of the greatest things that uh, that you and I still today have to praise God for and to celebrate uh, is our uh, our forgiveness. Uh, and, and verse four he says, "Blessed is the man whom Thou choosest and calls to approach unto Thee, that He may dwell in Your courts." Uh, and, and so, um, he, again, um, and David is all of these things um, are. David is celebrating and worshiping God because God has allowed these things, because God has chosen to do these things. God is not obligated uh, to forgive our sins. God is not obligated uh, to hear our prayers. God is not obligated uh, to uh, to do these things, but he chooses uh, to bless us. Blesses is the man whom you choosest, he says. Uh, and so uh, we are... Uh, we can go to this psalm and, and, and see it as, uh, uh, as an example for uh, even still today because God still chooses uh, to bless us. He chooses uh, to forgive us. He chooses to hear our prayers. It's, uh, uh, it, it is uh, completely uh, optional Uh, on his part. But he has chosen us. Uh, He has chosen to send Christ. He has chosen uh, to provide salvation uh, for us. And so uh, this this song of David uh, is certainly uh, a song that uh, that you and I can sing as well, uh, that we can uh, worship Him and praise Him uh, because of His, because He has again, and the operative word I think of all the in those first four verses, the key word there is choose us uh, that he has chosen uh, to do these things he has chosen to hear prayer chosen uh, to allow us to come into his presence chosen uh, to forgive us for our sins and uh, he is a holy god that doesn't doesn't need mankind he doesn't need humanity uh, he would still be God if we disappeared today uh, but he has chosen uh, to love us and chosen to bless us chosen uh, to forgive us what a what a wonderful uh, realization uh, for us today when we allow that to sink in and we'll uh, absorb uh, that truth that uh, that God has chosen uh, to do those things he didn't have to but he loved us while we were yet sinners even the New Testament says uh, he chose to uh, send his son and forgive us uh, for our sins and so uh, uh, this morning, what a, uh, I think a welcome uh, change to get out of uh, a couple of those psalms where David was just pouring out his heart uh, and in uh, in just uh, a dire predicament to come to a place now where we just uh, put all that aside. Um, we you know here in these verses we're not asking him for anything. We're just thanking him. David is just thanking him uh, for uh, for what he has done, uh, what he has given, for who he is, uh, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully that'll be a model and a pattern for us today uh, that we can uh, spend some time uh you know not asking God for a thing uh but just simply worshiping and praising him because he has chosen uh to bless us and chosen uh to provide for us and to hear our prayers. What a what a wonderful way uh to start our day by being reminded of the love and kindness uh of our great God. All right, hope that uh, encourages you today. Uh, and puts a little spring in your step as you remember that God chose you uh, because he sent his son to die for us. And I hope that will help you through the day. All right, have a great day, and we'll see you back here first thing tomorrow morning.